0: Another day, a day of great victory, <laughs> another moment where we get to dominate the atmosphere well, our flesh and the atmosphere and everything around the bowers, and no matter what it looks like, we know that we are those that are born of God and that we have already overcome all. And so here we are. what well, the Lord laid on my heart really something that He started last week, and He said the four words of power that that emanate from his love from who he is because he who he is is love and god is love and that love is power and that we have he just emphasized four power words that display his love on earth through us the believer that as we yield to the working of the spirit we are conquering all darkness uh, for the kingdom of light and the kingdom of light is really the kingdom of the son whom he loves so it's the kingdom of love and um, let's go to first john 4 it's it's a bit of a i'm really trusting the holy ghost for this utterance it's it's definitely far more than i've ever conceived of a human mind and and so i'm just drawing up from my meditations and And just over the last few days, I've been with the Lord. So if you go to 1 John 4, 7, You are of God, little children. That is a profound statement that we are now not of ourselves, but we are of God. We are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you, 1 John 4, 1 John, yeah. 4-4, 4-4, four, four, right? this. I said 4-7, but I'm actually reading 4-4. Four, four, so let's read 4-4 four, four since I'm doing it. <laughs> you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you, he who is in you, who is love, who is power, who is dominion, is greater than he who is in the world. And so the Lord gave me a title for this message, and it is the dominion of love. The dominion of love, The title for today is Dominion of Love. And the dominion of love is displayed through the believer as we yield to the workings of the Spirit. And so now let's go to verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. The neat thing about that love is of God is I would have never thought to look is of God, but I felt impression of the Holy Ghost to look it up. So in the Strong's, Beloved, let us love one another because love comes from God. Love is, that word is, in the Strong's it comes. It's the Strong's Greek 15, 14. So again, love is, is, this is what we're looking at, of God. So it comes from I am. Love is of God. Love is I am. The first singular present indicative, a prolonged form of a primary and um, defective verb, I exist. So it is Amy, which is I exist, I am. The basic Greek verb, which expresses being, that is to be. So love is of God, it expresses a being to be, am, is. Um, its counterparts properly convey straightforward being existence without explicit limits. So other places where it's used, I have all my little verses here. Is of course in 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 John five fifty eight where Jesus says to them, I don't have to go just read, most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. It's A-me. Before Abraham was, I am. So when he says love is of God, I know it's, we know for down in, in in 1 John 4, he's outright says, God is love. But the meditation of God is love. The I am. I am, you know, with Moses, I am, the I am, It is love. So who God is, is love. God. Love is, I am, from God. And I'll even look at the word from or of God. Uh, There's an immanence that comes from the inside of him that's moving from the in outward. And so God is love. And we cannot see God in any other way but God is love. And God is not the mushy, fluffy, cozy little concept of love that we have. God is pure power. Love is dominion, power. And so he gave me the name, dominion of love. The dominion of the kingdom of God is dominion of love. So we cannot see God in any other matter but a power manifestation of pure, merciful love. And through that love, the the power that went out of Jesus to touch that that, um. A woman that for 12 years had exhausted all all possibility. Dunamis was love flowing out of him. And that's one of the four words. We want to engage our spirit man. Because we so easily parrot God is love and moving on to, you know, I really have an issue here. I'm really struggling with this here. I've been really bombarded all day here. And they are valid moments of existence on earth. And yet God is saying, love is of God. And he's saying, if you go back to 1 John 4, right before that, in 4-4, you're of God now. You're of love now. You're in love now. And because you're in love, you have trumped over everything that is not love. So what is not love? Destruction is not love. Demeaning is not love. Lying is not love. Demonic maligning is not love. Evil tongue is not love. You're of God, little children, have overcome them because he who is in your love, love is in me. Love is in me, loving me love is in me who is in me the greater one the greater one is who love what does it say are these three what remains love remains the greater one is love and so i'm equipped through love to meet every challenge and subdue it so again Example. So the other one is, of course, the I am that I thought of is uh, John 14, 6. We read it, I am the way. just said to I am the way, I am, I am the way, I am love, I am the way, I am the truth, I am love, I am the life, I am love. Well, what is the way? Love. What is the true love? What is the light love? I am love. Back to first first John. If we go back to first John first John 4 Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And so what he's saying, move in love. Move in love. Move your love in the midst of people. Move in love in the midst of The congregation, move in love, move in love. And everyone who loves is born of God. Well, yeah, because we are of God, little children. And so we carry the very nature of God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. I said I was going to look at the other word. of So, is is, I am. Um. God, so going back to verse 7, for love is, is, its indicative mood can be time-inclusive, omni-temporal. Only the context indicates whether the present tense also has timeless implications. In terms of how the word is used, it can refer to being within time or outside of time. For example, 1510, Amy is aptly used in Christ's great I am. That is, for example, he is eternally self-existent. So he is life, he is bread, and he is light. And so it's to do with the very nature and the very existence of God, which is Timeless. So I wanted to look at the other word from, or here in my New King James translated, is of God. From is the strong fifteen thirty seven, from out out from among. Pretty straightforward until he breaks the word study. It gets it pretty neat how it's broken down. It's a preposition written X before a vowel properly out from and to, out from and to. So it's almost like directional, I out from and to the outcome, the outcome. It's neat because I just wrote the Dominion Post is regarding outcome, that we determine the outcome of our moment, we're calling it out. So out from within, uh, ek is out of and it has two layered meaning, which makes it very difficult to translate but its orientation is coming from within, outwards. And so, I know it seems a little um, detailed, but love is God, and love can only come from God. And so, I don't have love of myself. The love, the agape love, the agape love of God, the very essence of who god is the self-existent one the the great i am love is love and whatever else we thought is love is not love it's a counterfeit it's a it's a close um imitation it. of course we know there's there's the eros love there's the philo's love there's different types of love but i'm talking about the god kind of love i'm talking about the very power of god of who he is that now he he is wanting to display love on earth. He's wanting to, to minister this love, this divine endowment of immortality, of eternal life to many. And the way he does it, it's through the believer. And so he will never work outside of the believer because he will always emanate from within, outwards. And so the way love moves from within, outwards of him. Him and me, it's moving outward from me. And so it is not um, separate from my um, existence as a believer. Further down from here. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us that God had sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we loved God, not that we love God. And so, like again, I said of myself, I cannot release love. In my fallen state uh, of humanity, there is no love. But what is love? That he loved me. Us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And then further down, verse 16, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. And then 17, that God, love has been perfected, matured among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is love, so are we love here, because now we have become one, and and his very nature that we are partakers of is now allowed to live on earth through us, because we are partakers of this love. And so as we grow up in this divine love, we are releasing love in a greater manner, more proficiently, more expertly. Should I say, when I am arraigned in of my carnal man and have reckoned that man dead, I am now walking out of my new creation man, who what functions functions in faith through love. That the only thing that we can do for God on this earth is through this new creation man, which is looks like faith working through love. Because love is the birthplace of faith. Love is the birthplace of faith to be able to believe on a benevolent nature. Without a trust that I am loved, trusting a benevolence that I don't see on earth, I have no confidence to stand in day of judgment and so this love that we're talking about is a powerful um, uh, uh, execution of a purging of my conscience through the blood because he shed blood because of his love to purify me to be able to perceive now to see him as he is and when I see that pure love I receive of the love and i become love because we have become one now in this love so let's go to colossians 1 13. we're now in this kingdom of the son of his love where we start 12 1 12, giving thanks colossians 1 12 giving thanks to the father who has who has qualified us you know because he first loved us and his love His love qualified us to be lovable. (laughs) His love qualified us to be acceptable in His sight. He so loved me first that it provoked a love back unto Him. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. And He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us He has conveyed us or transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. And so we now, and and in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. And so now we abide in the kingdom of the son of his love. Now we abide in love. Now we are tokens of his love. We are children of, of love. And so we become objects of affection. We become Objects of affection, and He resurrects an object of affection. You always lift up the object of affection so he, he, he can behold you face to face. You know, when you love someone, you behold them face to face. So resurrection is arising up to Him to see us again face to face. So we're never forsaken. We're never never cast to the side, but we've been raised together with the Son of His love and placed in the kingdom of the Son of His love to be able to partake of love and to be able to receive love and to be able to see love and to be able to know love, to be able to believe love. And when I believe the love of God, then faith rises in my heart. To recognize that I am after now his nature. That I'm a child of the living God. And through his love, I've become his very own. And now I've been given endowment to represent him. To represent the kingdom of the son of his love here on earth. Let's go to... um, Actually, I wanted to take note of, in, in verse 13 here, that he has deliver us from the power of darkness and convey this. The, the power of darkness is um, the authority of darkness. The we That's exousia. We have been um, taken out of the authority of everything that is not love. So everything that is not love, which is Satan's nature, hatred, We were children of wrath before we became born again. We were subjected to everything that was not love. And so that is the very nature that we have to reckon crucified daily. And so in me of myself, I can do nothing for God. Because it's the very nature I have been delivered out of. Everything that was not love, I've been snatched out of that and placed into a brand new kingdom, which is love. And so that now I can represent him as an ambassador into what I've been delivered from. So, let's go to Ephesians from here. I'm just kind of laying a bit of a... I guess foundation if I could say something to stand on to, to go where I feel I'm led to go so Ephesians 3 16 we've looked a lot of these verses before uh, 3 16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory that he'll grant you according to the riches of his glory to be now keep in mind he is love but love is granting me a strengthening. And that word strengthening, we looked at it, that's kratos, that's the other word. So we touched on dunamis, this is kratos, the other word. It's to prevail by God's dominating strength to attain mastery, It, it to be strengthened. So love is, him being God is love, that, that through the glory of love, I'm being strengthened with might, and that's dunamis, through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, that, that you be rooted and grounded, what? In love. So from love, Father God, who now dwells within me, I am receive a strengthening to understand, what? Love. When Paul writes in Ephesians 1 that that we will know, that we will know, that we will know this power. It's love that we would know. John says that we have believed the love of the Father. That same power that raised Christ from the dead, what is that power? Love raised Him up to behold Him again, the Son of this love. And so that now, I have been raised together by love to be in love before him. The purpose of this message is dominion. And without recognizing love being God and love being power and love is what we're growing up to know and represent, we will be unable and unskilled in the word of righteousness, which is a word of dominion, which is a word of love. Because doubt and unbelief is what we've been rescued from. Doubt and unbelief is everything that is not love. And unfortunately, because of the carnal state that we've been rescued from, that so often the thoughts are not reined in and not brought down to, to, to what? To, to be subject to the word of Christ, which is love. And so all unlovely thoughts are wrecking my mind. Not love, inadequate, not good enough, never going to make it. What am I thinking? I've never made it. I'm not going to make it now. Inadequacy. Not loved. I feel wretched today. It under something we have been brought out of and so Paul says stand in that liberty which Christ has set you free by. What's the liberty? Liberty of thought. Actually that's my Dominion talk I just posted. Liberty. The liberty of thought. That I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. I am, the I am loves me. I am in me, loves me. I am loved by the I am. I am is love in me. I am is love in me. Hallelujah. Every issue gets resolved. Every issue has to bow down to the love of God. Because the, it's a very supremacy that Kratos to me resides within me that by this power I subdue all things so I'm going a bit too far ahead here but may be able to comprehend verse 18 uh, Ephesians 3:18. 18 may be able to what comprehend with all the saints the body of Christ what is the width the length the depth and the height To to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that we may be what? Filled with all the fullness of God. How do we get full with all the fullness of God? Is when we apprehend and comprehend by the Holy Ghost as we stand before love. And He stands before us here within me. I am being strengthened to understand the love of God. And as I understand the love of God, I'm being built up and filled up to overflowing in the full stature of God. Why is love so twisted in the world? It's come against the power of God. It's come against the identity of a child of God. Why is it so twisted? Why is it, su- why is it such perversion? Such abuse? It's coming against the very power and nature of who God is. God is love. To be filled with all the fullness of God. And we've broken a lot of these words. I'm not gonna break them up, but but there the, the reference we a few months ago, actually a couple of months ago, I think we looked at that. What, what is this full stature? So what is this? The width, the length, and the depth, we, we looked at it, it's Ephesians, let's go Ephesians 4, 10 and 13. Actually, look at 13 first. Yeah, it's the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This, this, to know that we may be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, and the depth, and the height. To know the love of Christ, that is the very stature of the fullness of Christ. To know the Christ man within us. To know the love of God who is Christ in me. He is Christ, the hope of glory. I don't know if we look at and we think of little Jesus, little person in me. Little Jesus, little Jesus, right here, little Jesus. Power that brought forth the universe right here. Christ, who is love. Because he's after the image of the Father. As the Father is, so is he. As he, so am I. Love, power, dominion. Ephesians 4:10. 4, 4, he who ascended is also the one who, who, he who descended is the one who ascended. Above all the heavens, what that he might fill all things, he might fill what did God? I'm going a little bit too far ahead of but what did God speak to Abraham to to to, to Adam to fill to fill the earth? How do we fill the earth with love power, with love dominion? So, the purpose of love is is it it's, when we say dominion expansion, it's love expansion. The love will dominate the earth. The love will be reflected on the earth. When well, he says, when the settlement comes, will he find faith? He's saying, will he find love on earth? Because faith works through love. Will he find faith? Is will he find love? Because we are known by the love we have one for another. We're known. We're known by love, we're known and and we're called to fill the whole earth through the Christ nature as we become familiar and we have a working knowledge and a comprehension of the love of God, the full stature, the full measure of this Christ life within me is to know the love of God. And so now we can go to Ephesians 1. 19 verse 18 powerful prayers they'll boil down to to know the love of god really this ephesian prayer in one is is to know the working of the holy spirit and we know that the working of the holy ghost was given to do what to shed burn our hearts the love of god the holy spirit was given to us to to manifest the love of God, that we are now called what? sons through that spirit we cry, Abba, Father. So the Holy Spirit is witnessing to us, Sonship, witnessing to us the love of the Father, that we are now part of the kingdom of the Son, whom He loves, of the beloved Son. So that we don't have a wrathful thought against the I Am. That we don't have a a contentious thought against the the one that he has made in his image. That we don't have a thought of accusation against the one he has called redeemed through the precious blood, blameless and holy. And without revelation of the love of God, we will struggle. We will struggle with failure and unbelief and and, and 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 fear and torment. Because what? The one's not perfected in love, there's fear because in fear there's torment and in love there's not torment. But perfected love casts out that fear. And so the purpose for a Christian walk is when we say to grow up in the full stature of God and Christ is to grow up in love. And as they grow up in love, I made a note, as I grow up in love, to that extent, am I filling the world, this earth, with love? So, so cr- creation is groaning. In Romans, we've been meditating before. I mean, I was kind of, especially at the beginning, in, in Romans 8, the whole earth is groaning and waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God who've been subjected against their own will. And, and, but yet God placed hope for deliverance within creation. It's crying out. For the sons of God to enter into the liberty of this divine love. So they can be liberated as well. Creation be liberated by the love of God. And so to the degree like Ephesians 4.10 and 4.13 that we just read. To fill all the earth is really dependent to the stature that we grew up in. And we looked this week. Over um, well, the many weeks we looked at the, the different grounds. Um that um, Jesus spoke of and the one being the thorny ground and the one, the thorny ground is those that they heard the word, they walked out, they departed from it and, and, and the, the cares and the pleasures of, of, of life and the riches, the, um, the deceitfulness of riches, it chokes the word out and makes them want To bring out immature fruit. Immature fruit. I just want to look it up, um, I don't want to misquote that part. Look 8, Look 8, 14. Now the one that fell among thorns are those who when they heard, when they have heard, they have heard, they have heard. They have heard. And now what's supposed to be working in them after they have heard? What's supposed to be working in them? Faith, working through love is supposed to be working, but what happens? They departed. They wouldn't well, let that word go out. They went out and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of life and, and, and bring no fruit to maturity. So they tossed to the aside. The Matthew ones is that they're, they, they bear no fruit. So whether you bear a little bit, but don't bring it to maturity, might as well just not bear no fruit. You're an unprofitable servant to the king. You're an unprofitable servant. And it's to do with the revelation of the love of God. Don't depart the revelation of the love of God. That is, the revelation of the love of God is what keeps your mind sound. We've not been given a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. The word um, power, power is dunamis. The very love of God is demonstrated in in, in the soundness of our mind. That through a sound mind, we are releasing power on earth. Through my ability to focus and meditate the word of God and be singular in thought and not, not be swaying and have a duality, uh, of of, 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 uh, divisiveness. Is it working? Is it not working? Maybe it's not working. No, I don't know. It's working. I better, oh, all of that confusion where Satan dwells, it's because of a lack of revelation of the love of God. That's why with such earnest heart, Paul was writing in, a, in, in Ephesians 1 18, the eyes of your understanding. You know, I, again, I pray, I pray um, because I've heard of the love you have for the saints. I've heard of the love in 15 that you have for the saints. It's all to do with the love of God. thanks for you making mention of you in my prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God, love himself. The Father of the Son whom he loves. The Father of glory. What is glory? It's the love of God. May give you, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Of course it's the Holy Spirit. In the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And here now come the four power words. I believe is the only sentence in, in in the Bible that has these four power words in one verse. In one verse, in one verse. What is the exceeding greatness of his power? That's dunamis. Towards us who... Believe according to the working energy, according to the working, it's energio. Of his mighty, it's iscus, power, it's kratos. Now all of these words were spoken on. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. This is the love of God working out a resurrection because love always resurrects the object of its affection. Love always resurrects the object of its affection because why? I want to behold them face to face, face to face with the one I love, face to face with the object of my of my affection. And yet He had to come, and love had to come and die to rescue us to be back into the very love of the Father. In Ephesians, Ephesians one, Ephesians one four as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we want should be holy without blame before him, before him in love, face to face with love. Resurrection, the power that raised him up is love. So I can be with him in love. Oh. So these four power words are a demonstration of the love of God. That we have been given authority to walk in. Authority is separate. Authority is it's, it's that badge. Like you know, we've heard we've heard many messages. The policeman has authority to make the car stop. I, I just went back to some of my old readings on on the. I'm just gonna instead of we've touched on a lot of them, but I just want to go through these four words and so, that you may know what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. There are four power words, two here in the English translate the same word power, but there are actually are four words. So there's dunamis, energio, iscus, and kratos. So in the text here, they appear the exceeding greatness of his power, dunamis. Exceeding greatness of this inherent power. This is the very word actually in, remember we looked at um, Philippians 1.13. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. I can do his iscus through Christ who strengthens means the dunamis working power of God. Well, this is what we're talking about is that we've been given ability, working ability, inherent ability that is God Himself because we look at some of the verses of Christ is actually the power of God. Christ is the power of God. Christ is the love of God because He so loved the world, He gave home. The of his love. And in 1 Corinthians, I believe it is one twenty-four. But to uh, but to those who are called both Jews and Greek, Christ the power, dunamis of God, and the wisdom of God. Christ is the very dunamis. So when we said the this exceeding great power, it's Christ in me. The hope of glory. Here, the same word power in, in Romans 1, I'll read it, uh, 1, 4, and declared to be, so the Lord. So let's go a little bit. Mm, 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 mm. Verse 3, 1, 3, Romans 1, 3. Concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, verse 4, and declared to be the Son of God with power, that's dunamis, with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. He was declared to be the son of God by power, this dunamis that raised him by the spirit of God through resurrection. And so, calm down, Jesse. calm down. So, dunamis. What's neat about that is the the words that come right before us before that word dynamus two outstanding words qualifying words to this power it is exceeding exceeding in the greek word is um, um our word our word in english is hyperbole it means to throw something beyond the goals sir surprisingly beyond it so far beyond what you can expect or think power that's working where in me and the word greatness because it's um, with the exceeding greatness of his power right greatness is uh, megatos meaning huge like the word to get mega from or vast in dimension or extent um or any for any other category meaning it's 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 huge so it's it's the grandest power it's the it's the hugest power uh we've looked at dunamis it's it really stems from being able refers to capacity inherent power intrinsic intrinsic power it's power that's placed within a person it's not mine by nature but it's given to me imparted by the one who lives inside of me. And this is where we get the word dynamite, dynamo, dynamic. And I looked at First Corinthians reference and also in Romans that Christ now in me is this power. You know, as we look at these words we can meditate them and, and, and recognize that there is really no impossibility I can ever face in life. The only thing that would prevent me from using this power is discouragement. Mm -hmm. Discouragement. Of a rough day, of a rough week, of an unkind word. Discouragement. Of a thought that's not been brought down to submit to the love of God. Discouragement. The number one enemy to us using this power, which is based on a lie. Based on a lie. And a lie is not love. There's no truth found in a lie. And so the more we meditate and we build up this persuasion that we call faith, we now are overcoming all discouragement and all lies and nothing shall but enemies harm us because we've been given authority, ecstasy, to use this power. So that's dunamis. I think we've looked at this verse before in 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4. According to his divine power, which is dunamis, he has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, whereby we are given are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. And by these, we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's found in the world through lust. And so the, the other recognition is the more words we have, the more the persuasion of the truth of the word of God is that we now stand before God as Abraham is and we reckon him faithful, we reckon God faithful based on his word. That That, that is that is um, um, thing, increasing my persuasion and strengthening this power within me that I can exercise it now. So even though it's in me, if I'm not strong and skilled in this word, I'll not be using it. I'll not be using the greater word. I'll be believing the lesser word word from outside. And of course, I think I'll mention this one in in 1 Timothy 1, 7, that God has not given a spirit of fear, but of power, that's dunamis, and of love, and of a sound mind. There's uh, there's one in, in Romans 15 about Paul. That's how Paul functioned. This dunamis power, he preached the word. So, dunamis power is not just to lay hands and lay hands on sick and sit and recover, but it's also for just the example there being, of course, Jesus with the woman, the issue of Isha blood, but it's also for utterance. For utterance, John, um, no, not John, Romans 15, Romans 15 19, in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Illyricum, um, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. So through a demonstration of this, in signs and wonders by the power, by the power of the Spirit of God, I went around about everywhere preaching the gospel of Christ. The other word there is um, energio. It is the divine working. We've looked at that quite a bit. It is the very working of God within us. The word, our word energy comes from it. Um, the Greek word for work is ergon. The prefix is en. And it means inside something or someone. And your gear is technically an act of God whereby He puts a holy work ethic, a work ability deep down inside of us. It's the power of God that's placed within us to work the works of God. It speaks of activity, zealous labor, uh, as opposed to idleness and inactivity. And so I like what this one particular write-up states here is, when God moves into a man's heart, then he is, when he is first saved, then energio has arrived. At the point of salvation, this working ability of God is placed within the believer. It's God-invested power. It's an endowment. It, it Actually, that word is used in Hebrews 4.12 for the word of God. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and that's the word coming from from divine working. So it's powerful. It's powerful to do. It's powerful to do. It's powerful to execute. It has inherent power to do the very will of God. This work is the very divine ability of God that when we are persuaded by it, it now has a divine work to be worked out, which is again, keeping in light of love. To repopulate the world with the love of God. And so the more the word of God is in us, the more inner God is in us too. The more working ability. Why? Why do we see weakness within the body of Christ and sometimes within ourselves? It's a lack of persuasion of the word of God. And of course, you know, faith works by love in Galatians 5, 6. And that, that work is energy it's, it's faith works. It's a working ability of God. So love allows my faith to work. That's why it comes from the hearing of the word of God because the word of God is the working ability of God. The word, when the word was spoken and the Holy Ghost took the word to execute. That's a working power. The word and the spirit working together. That now abide in me. The, the, The other word is iscus. We've looked at iscus a lot too, and that uh, we especially isco, um, which stems from iscus, and isco was the avail. You know that uh, nothing avails but new creation is The only avails regarding Galatians five and Galatians six there. So here, avail. Sorry, iscus. So this word will be we just read. The exceeding greatness of his power which was de to us who believe according to the working which is an energy of his mighty mighty is iscus. Mighty is, uh, the, is, is that very might of God that in, in Paul writes in, in where the armor of God is concerned um, the very might of God that we clothe in in Ephesians 6:10. Ah I love this word. It's mighty. It's derived from the root verb "echo," meaning to hold on. Oh, hold on to possess something. God's holding on power. John ten twenty eight. And I give them eternal life, and they shall, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Holding power. Isco. That's what prevails. Cause I gotta hold on it. I'm laying hold on eternal life. You hold on by faith, working through love from a new creation man. Another another meaning is possess, uh, possesses, uh, which is a man holds as his own. Um, to the ancient Iscus inferred to martial power, military power, combat ready. So here we have an example in First John two fourteen. I have written unto you, young man. Because you are strong, that's iscus. And the word of God abides in you. See again the correlation with the word of God and, and, and this, this 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 might abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. And the key to that is the word power. That gives me holding ability to not let go of that persuasion. So God's staying power, his holding power is given to us, iscus. Now we have Kratos, dominion. Ah, oh, dominion. Dominion, D is for dominion. Hallelujah. And that is, we just read, uh, the exceeding greatness of his power, doing to us word, who believe according to the working energy of his mighty, what was that? Isco power mm-hmm. is the next one, the very last word, the fourth word that he gave to me was his dominion power kratos it's uh, God's supremacy it represents it gives a sense of supremacy it is um, refers to manifested power power in use being expended its root is krat means to perfect to complete to like see in our word to create like creator The verb form of kratos, similarly spelled krateo, which means to seize, to arrest, to imprison, especially using force. Here we have 2 Peter 1, 3. His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And that is the kratos. Of God. I have another set of notes here. Just wanted to look at Kravis. It's dominion power. Dominion power to dominate until the complete will is executed. Manifested power. It's a stronghold of power. Dominion power to break things up. Um, and all dominion has been given to me. The one that was iscus right uh, before that is is abiding power to strengthen to continue to endure to the very end to overcome and uh, it's having a steel backbone Hmm. and we have it and all of this these four words they come from the very the very Christ who lives inside of us who is God's demonstrated power towards us and it's usward towards us who believe. And so being able to believe that which is given to us is very important because this power that we're talking about is resurrection power. Is the very power by which Christ was raised up. These four nuances of power that we just read they are each powerful in their own. And here we have it in Ephesians 1:19, They're all packed, jammed together to recognize and to tell you what and who, actually who lives in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The very God who put everything into existence now lives in me through this new man, creation. And the word us word is really neat. The Greek here reads, It's the, the Greek is ice, him, as that is, to us. So for a while, okay, let's see. Uh, look at the word ice, which is the first word to us word. In the world of Greek prepositions, this one is different in that it is only used with an accusative case. Ancient scholars used ice to picture a line, a line, Drawn from point A to point B, it depicts motion from a source to a target, from an origin to a goal. And so in the Ephesians text, God is the source, the origin, and we are the targets, the focus of his mighty power. We have not earned this power, we don't deserve this power, but we're given the right through authority to use this power. And so the writer of this article writes that nothing equals or surpasses this Ephesians 19 kind of power. This is raised Jesus from the dead power. This is Jesus sending to heaven power. This is everything under his feet, our Lord's feet kind of power. This is Jesus' head over all things power. Why? So we can dominate the earth and extend the kingdom of the son of his love to us who believe to us who believe. Let's see. I think this is a good little moment to stop. But before we stop, I want to take us to where we're going to go next week, which is to subdue with this power. Because this is the very intent. This is the very intent of God from, from, from Genesis 1. The very intent of God is that we are placed on this earth to subdue. We're placed on this earth to use power. We're placed on this earth to to represent Him and to subdue with who He is, which is love, power. Genesis 1, 28, and after He made... Okay, let's go 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, the only creation that bears His image according to our likeness. Let them have what? Dominion, let them, so we're made in, in whose image, who is God, who is God, who is God, God is love, right? So we're made into the image of love himself, and so because of it now, he's saying you have dominion, and that's why God gave me the title of the dominion of the love of God. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created with this intent, with this pronouncement, with this motive, with this purpose, God created man. Think of the intentionality. Of God. And the purposefulness of God. To create us in this manner. And then. 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 You can recognize. Why Satan showed up. To take that authority. Victoria. what did. What happened in the garden? That's right. Because they were deceived. To give up that authority. To give up that. Which God. Had intended for them to walk. And dominate by. And to uh extend the kingdom of God mm-hmm. the word just escaped me but it's to do with expansion mm-hmm. dominion mm-hmm. glory to God yeah. propitiate perpetuate perpetuate perpetuate. <laughs> perpetuate see I subdued <laughs> I perpetuated <laughs> the word in the love of God over my ability to pronounce the word hallelujah Amen. um So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Male and female. And this pronouncement was for the male and the female. Equally alike. Intention, the same. Mm -hmm. To be in dominion. And God blessed them and God said, this is it. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth This is the four words. Be fruitful and multiply. Be what? Fruitful? Mm -hmm. Multiply, fill the earth, and (coughs) subdue it. And then semicolon is a new thought. Have dominion. Because have dominion is be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. And so what God said is this power that God love is. Love is power. Is, 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 is given to us 119 verse four expressions of manifestations and demonstrations of a working of God and it is for these four words that we are to, to use it to do what to be fruitful to multiply we are to bear fruit to bring it to maturity to multiply the kingdom of God on earth which is the kingdom of love on earth hallelujah and to fill the earth That He would feel all things in all things as we mature in the love of God, as we ground in the love of God, as we flow from the love of God, as we demonstrate the love of God, as our mind has been totally renewed, that we are loved, that I stand before Him in love, and I subdue all things. I have dominion. Mm -hmm. I have dominion. Amen. Mm. Glory to God. We did it.